0: Let's talk about the right tool for the job. I am not saying there is a definitive right tool for the job. I have some opinions, but I will leave those out of this presentation. Um, And in order to figure out what the right tool for the job is, number one, figure out what questions you're trying to answer. My number one most valuable question in my entire career has been, what are you trying to do? And so while I'm sitting here saying, oh, you're trying to optimize for growth, but what does that mean for you? Right, what metric are you trying to to increase? What does growth mean? What are you trying to have users do with your product led growth, or actually this actually works across your entire marketing sales efforts, anything that has to do with with almost any human being? What are you trying to do? What are the questions we can ask that help us get there? right what can um, what are the questions so what does this conversion rate tell me? Or do I even need to identify what the path looks like? Um, Do I know what the path looks like, but I don't know who my personas are? So what questions are you trying to answer? Then work with your product team, because I don't know about you, but whenever I've been a CMO, I don't usually have control over the product. And therefore, when you're doing product-led growth, when you're going post-login, it's not your world anymore. You need to work with a product team. Your product marketer probably knows how to work with a product team or they know how not to work with a product team. Um, But you may or may not want the same tools because you're not answering the same questions. You're not doing the same things. Product doesn't know how to do marketing. No, you don't know how to do product, but if you're marketing with your product or growing with your product, um, you may need completely different visibility. And finally, don't take no for an answer. If you don't demand visibility, if you don't work with the product team and say, hey, I've identified this tool, it can show me both before and after login, Um, we need to install it. And they simply say, no, you're gonna fail. You are 100% gonna fail absolutely every time. So I'm gonna give you some bonus tips here as to how not to fail and how to get a little bit of visibility. And that is, Take them drinking. No, I'm kidding. Um, Although I do find that making a personal bond, whether it's with the sales team, the product team, the CEO, anybody in the company, um, a personal bond will go a very, very long way towards agreeing on a final solution. And so you may or may not take them drinking. And then figure out what's in it for them. These are people who, if you're working with the product team, they've worked super hard on getting your product ready for product-led growth. And as such, they care, (laughs) right? And so maybe they don't really care when you're talking about, well, the conversion rate from blah, 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 like the little tiny details. But if you say, hey, we're seeing an uplift in usage, right, which is something that they traditionally care about, or if I do this, I can actually put marketing efforts towards seeing an uplift in usage of product, um, then they're a lot more motivated to say, oh, okay, I'll take your code snippet or, oh, okay, I'll de- I'll dedicate a product manager to figuring out how to, how to help you track that. And finally, um, when you're de- developing the tool for the job, include them early, as early as possible. And so they feel like they have a stake in things. They've taken the demo with a vendor um, and they know what's possible. And when they ask you whether or not your MarTech stack can't just handle it, your answer is, oh, hell no. Key takeaway here is that if all you have is a hammer and everything looks like a nail, in other words, if all you have is your MarTech stack, then you're actually going to be super limited in what you're measuring, what you're optimizing, and how you can grow. And
1: that's it. I love it. Thank you so much for that. Um, I have a couple questions slash reactions. And if anybody from the audience does as well, feel free to write them in the comments. We'll pick them up from there. Um, So uh, I think one reaction from my side to your um, talk track is that most companies, I think, would go down the data hygiene, data management habit hole. They would say, oh, we need to bring all the data together. Is that r- the right answer or the wrong answer from your point of view and why?
0: Well, it depends what you're trying to do. <laughs> to get back from, to my favorite question. Yeah. Um, and it also depends what the data is. Session data that I can't map to a user is kind of useless for me from a, mar- from a marketing perspective because I'm so accustomed to using behavioral data, right? Um, and so... I I love to start with the questions of what are we trying to do before just saying oh let's get all the data and then figure it out because I can because you're not going to figure it out from all the data there it's not going to magically be like oh hi please go do this it's just going to be data
1: yeah uh, fair um, the the other question less reaction is that you know one of the common struggles less challenges when it comes to organization is that different departments very much back to your point care about different things and have different objectives, KPIs, priorities. It's always, you know, uh, kind of a competing priorities type of conversation. And so uh, challenging to navigate, let's put it that way. Um, Hmm. And so question, is there, to solve for that, um, is it always necessary to have kind of a higher up executive sponsor that says, whatever, we need to fix this up and make it work um, or not?
0: So it depends. Um, usually, yes. Um, as much as I try to get people to work together, I usually find that you need executive sponsors. Yeah. And if you don't have a growth team that's a combination of product and marketing, you probably need both your CMO and your chief product officer involved to force people to work together. <laughs> and to guide them on the, on how, to guide them on... Um, exactly what they should be doing, um, what our final goal is, telling them to cheer, chill out whenever they lose their minds over something the product team said or the marketing team said. Um, but I I think more and more as we look at product-led growth, forming a combined team and not just having individual contributors try to work cross-functionally will tend to work a little better. Mm-hmm. And then you may actually want a growth exec no, not a product exec and not a marketing exec, but a growth exec then um, answering to the CEO. But that gets into org structure. And I feel like that's a little outside the scope.
1: Mm-hmm. You see growth execs uh, being a thing in later stage companies, earlier stage companies. Like what's your take on that?
0: So I have an interesting take. So Mark Roberge um, from Stage 2 Capital, and actually he was the head of sales at HubSpot when I was there and for many years after, has said that he likes the the model of a growth team reporting to product. I think it's BS, speaking of hot takes, because Mm. any marketer that has to report to the head of product or somebody in product is going to quit. Mm. They will drive them absolutely bananas. And so... I'm looking at this and meanwhile, product people, they don't want to report to marketing, right? They're like, marketing, that's ridiculous. And that's actually why I'm leaning more and more towards a growth team reporting directly to the CEO or the COO, depending on your structure. Just because I think otherwise we've got this like constant friction of product versus marketing.
1: I appreciate that. Uh, Jen Steele, if uh, anyone wants to connect with you directly, how can they do that?
0: I am on nearly all of the socials except for TikTok at Jen Steele J E N N S T E E L E, and I probably spend my most of my time uh, LinkedIn and Twitter.